Welcome to the Family Business Podcast, where we will uncover all the inside trade secrets involved in growing up in a house full of athletes. We will discuss sports, race relations, life, and everything in between. We will dive deep and hear opinions from new school athletes and old school athletes. Let's get the ball rolling. One, two, three, I know beats like ABC. Mine come up, they hate to see. I may believe till they believe. I came up to major leagues. Say you blind, but wait and see. Just so easy. One, two, three, your ABC from A to Z. Back to rap, so won't miss. Uh, heard the beat and I kissed. Uh, sing a lot, but I switched. Yeah. Bet you rappers so pissed. Uh, now I'm high up with the stars. Yeah. I'm on the path of the Mars. Yeah. Told me I wouldn't get far. Yeah. How you walk with these bars? Yeah. How this kid fit so authentic? Uh, why did I live? Did I set it? Yeah. Flow is too sick, need a medic. Lies so corny, let's dead it. Yeah. I just prove what I do, yeah. Name is Tom, but no cruise, yeah. Beat is on and I cruise, yeah. Vibe is lit in my cruise, yeah. One, two, three, I know beats like ABC. Mine come up, they hate to see. I may believe till they believe. I came up to major leagues. Say you blind, but wait and see. Just so easy. One, two, three, your ABC from A to Z. Uh, uh. Hi, y'all. Welcome to the second episode of the Family Business Podcast. Here, I have my co-host, and as y'all saw, another special guest that we'll be having today, my brother, PJ. So first, let me remind you, my co-host is my dad, NFL great, Andrew Glover, and my special guest is my brother. Tell us about yourself, PJ. How you guys doing? Uh, hi, Alex. Thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to be on. What's up, dad? How you doing? Hey, P, what's up? You know, living the life. Uh, a little bit about me. Um... I started my college career at Southern University in Baton Rouge. Uh, I spent a year there. After leaving there, I went to uh, Fullerton College in uh, California. We played two years there, went a perfect um, 32-0, and and we also uh, won the national championship back in 2017. And then I transferred to Ottawa University where I played two years there and won two conference championships as well. All right, nice to hear. So today, PJ is going to tell us what it's like growing up in a family full of athletes. So I have a couple of questions to pick your brain. The first question is, what is the most embarrassing moment in athletics that dad has ever done? <laughs> I don't know if it's really that embarrassing, but um, the cowbell, that's for sure the most memorable, like, slash embarrassing moment when you come to every game and just uh, ring the cowbell. I know you know a little bit about that. He used to come in the gym with it. He really doesn't do it anymore because, uh, you know, uh, they don't really like him doing that. But, you know, that's probably the most uh, embarrassing moment. All right. Now I'm going to chime in with a little embarrassing moment for me. And my dad, you know, he's been a very outspoken person at times. <laughs> <laughs> How many times? <laughs> it hasn't happened once. Not twice. And not just with me. I must say I have two other brothers. And he's hit every single one of us with this. But he is very specific when he likes to tell people that we should not be, be playing hurt. Do you have anything to say about this, Dad? Well, all I got to say is I have a very very high expectation of all the athletes in the family, because I have a, a high expectation of myself. So you are a reflection of me. So therefore, uh, I'm I'm a perennial winner, and I expect you guys to be perennial winners as well. 
So I, I know that, you know, we grew up in a, in, in the household where we were strict disciplinarian when it came to athletics, because that is the business that, that pays the bills. So uh, I, I was very strict and took that very seriously and the preparation process and having you guys go out and represent our family name in athletics. So uh, I was a little rough around the edges, but I, I softened up as we went along. All right. Hmm. Interesting. So, PJ, I have another question for you. As you said, you played football. What are some likes and also dislikes? I know you had to be compared to dad growing up. Tell me if any of that bugged you. Did you like it? Did you like to, you know, try to fill those shoes? Did you fall on his footsteps? So how did that affect your whole path? Um, personally, me from a very young age, uh, my father made it very clear that I did not have to follow his footsteps. And if I didn't want to play football, that I didn't have to play football. So he always left that decision on me. So honestly, I really didn't feel that much pressure being his son. It was more just the pressure to try to make him proud, not really to follow in his footsteps. Cause he always just told me that I need to be my own person and my own player. So that's how I feel about that. Are there any dislikes? Did people ever compare y'all? Yeah. Did you know, the, feel that pressure. The only dislike I really have is, you know, everybody in my family is kind of tall. You know, I'm not that tallest. I'm not short by any means. But, you know, you're you're about a good 6'2". I know you say you're 6'1", but let's just be honest here. And then Dad, I'm right? six feet. I'm you know, six feet. Okay. You're just you're just a garden gnome, so you know, I know you like to you think know, I'm hey, six two. You know, hey, we can we can, <laughs> we can say we can say whatever we want to say, but you know, and then you know, Big Chris, Big Chris, about six three, six four. So you know, me being about average height, you know, people ask those questions. That's really a baddie, you know. Yeah, so you know, hey, we got the same name, so hey. Do people ever call you short king? Perhaps. No, nah, king for sure. Never short though. Never short. <laughs> I'm only short to y'all. That's it. <laughs> but I think big things come in small packages. Uh, you have a, a lot of other good. <laughs> you have a lot of other good qualities uh, that that you exude other than being tall. I, I think that you're a, a very disciplined. I think you're a hard worker. Uh, you know, I think you're very determined, and I think that you can get the job done. So. There, there are a lot of jobs out there for people your size as well. So, it, uh, uh, you know, and you have a lot of heart. I mean, uh, it, you could you could be tall and be big and and be a, a, a toothless or don't have very much heart and not not give it your all. But one thing I can say about you is that everything that you ever embarked on, you've given it your all, your very best, you, your preparation process, and you've had a lot of success because of it. Being part of two national championship teams that I'm very proud of you for, for going through everything that you had to go through to be on those teams and to make your contribution to those teams. And I think that's going to be transferable in life. So winning begets winning. Welcome back to the family, family business podcast. I wanted to pose a question to Alex and ask her, is it difficult being a student athlete? How difficult is it really? Yeah, I think it is difficult, but it's very rewarding. There's a lot of opportunities for student athletes uh, now that weren't there um, years back. So like NIL, we're able to get compensated for our pictures and name and likeness. So I think 
it can be extremely rewarding. Also, I think for those who do want to go pro, it is a great platform to start, you know, that kind of path. Also, to get a degree, I think, I mean, after sports, if you're not going to go pro, you do essentially need to have a degree to work a lot of jobs. So in my case, I do, uh, I was given the chance to double major, so I will be getting two degrees in December. So I think that it's very challenging, but it is worth it because in the end, I mean, it'll pay off. What about your time management? Do you find it hard to uh, manage your time between school and sports and your personal life? Yeah, I do find that sometimes, especially during season, a lot of my friends that do either play other sports or they don't play sports at all, they're able to go to a lot of events that I'm not able to. So I am missing out on a lot of stuff right now. So that can be kind of like emotionally draining just because obviously you want to be doing all the fun things, but it might not be the best thing for you at that time. So I think time management is a skill that is essential for all student athletes, especially like studying, like. Maybe I can't go to that event. Maybe I am at home, but I need to study for a test that's this week instead of going to that event. So I think you just have to prioritize along with time management, and that's what will bring you through the four, five, six years of college. I think if you don't have time (laughs) – six years, PJ. I think if you don't have uh, time management (laughs) – I think if you don't have (laughs) time management skills, uh, you won't make it or – you'll either succeed on the court and you won't succeed um, in the classroom or you'll succeed in the classroom and you won't succeed on the sport. I don't think there's a way to not have, I don't think there's a way to not have time management and succeed in all things and really get the most out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So So what about you, you, PJ? What, what issues have you had or, or uh, in, in being a student athlete and trying to uh, manage uh, both sides of the spectrum from being a student, being an athlete and managing your social life as well. I think that um, the hardest part about being a student athlete, definitely the uh, piggyback on what Alex was saying would be the, uh, the time management for sure. Just obviously with being an athlete, like, especially when you're going to different schools and stuff like that. Like I know Alex, she has some things you have early in the morning and sometimes you have meetings like later in the night, like for football, you'll have meetings early in the morning and then you'll have uh, meetings late at night as well too. So, you know, it just leaves very little time to do homework, and then um, you almost never have time to really do anything that you want to do. It's always what you need to do. So I just really feel like that's the hardest part about being a student athlete is trying to balance um, everything with being an athlete and kind of putting what's more important first to you. Yeah. So the fact is that you're well-traveled. I mean, you started out at Southern University and played some defensive tackle uh, over there. And then you left there and went to Fullerton College, and now you're in Arizona at OUAZ. So how do you feel about the transfer portal and that that transfer process, getting acclimated to your new surroundings, your new teammates, and your new uh, coaches? How did you adjust so well? Um, Just really growing up in a household with you guys. And uh, as as parents, um, you and my mom really did a really good uh, job of exposing us to things at a younger age and allowing us to meet new people and really taking us with you guys everywhere. Like when you go different places and meet different people and different kids. So when I really got there, it wasn't as big of a shock for me as it might've been for some other kids who really never left California or never left Texas. I've already kind of met people from all over the place. So I have these different connections and it just allowed me to connect with them a little better. So your support system, 
how did your support system help and assist you in uh, getting acclimated to your new surroundings, your mom and your mother and your father and your extended family? Yeah, um, when I was in California, my, my Uncle Joe, my auntie, they took real good care of me. They used to let me come over there and eat whatever I wanted to eat, drink whatever I wanted to drink if I needed to ride somewhere. Uh, about, I'd probably say about 90%, not 100% of the time, but 90% of the time. They, they they for sure be there to come get me. So, you know, and then um, when I when I got back to Ottawa too, you know, my mom, she helped me a big part, especially with the financial aid process and filling out the forms I needed to get filled out because uh, Ottawa University is an NAIA and I did get scholarship money, but there is also uh, the whole financial aid process you have to go through and you have to make sure that everything's filled out on time. And if it's not, that could be a really big issue for you. So without a good uh, support system that I had, it probably wouldn't have been possible to get it done. Yeah. So what do you think um, about what's, what is transferable from what you learn uh, in school and on the football field into real life? What, what do you think are going to be the qualities for you to excel in life that are transferable from uh, your experiences in college? I think um, being able to adjust and being able to, uh, to work on the fly, like in college, a lot of things are happening. A lot of things are changing, especially like we all know with, with how COVID was going on and stuff. It was important to just stay on top of things, stay on top of your financial aid, stay on top of your classes, just make sure everything's going smoothly like you need to, because uh, it's the same way in life. Life will hit you quick. And if you don't adjust, then, uh, you know, you can get turned upside down. So, yeah, I, I heard we have a tape of that at, that we're going to insert and doing a TikTok so that people will actually have an opportunity to see it. Okay, y'all, another day, another dollar. This one is a busy one, so get distracted. So I woke up at 5.40 to get ready to go to the school at 6. Weights were an hour from 6.30 to 7.30. Thank God my trainer brought me Starbucks, because if not, it was going to be a bad day. Then I got in the shower. I left for class immediately. I went to class for two hours, which wasn't too bad. I came home to take Bruno out, and I had an NIL meeting. And then, with my little bit of time, I went to go to Chick-fil-A before practice, but they literally had, like, 50 people in the line. So I didn't eat. Um, then I went to practice for three hours. I immediately came back, took a shower, went back to the school for a two-hour mandatory athlete event in the indoor facility, took Bruno out to play at the doggy park. I then watched my favorite show ever, hashtag Team Gabby, and I went to bed. That's it for the first episode of the Family Business Podcast. Thanks for watching and listening, and make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe so you can see our episodes come out every week. And remember, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs>
One, two, three, I know beats like ABC Mine come up, they hate to see I may believe till they believe I came up to major leagues Say you blind, but wait and see That's so easy, one, two, three, or ABC From A to Z